0: Welcome to A Penny for Your Thoughts with me, Maria Alonso. I'm coming to you today with a curiosity from my home country, from Spain. That is that according to the Catholic calendar, each town in Spain has one or two patron saints. And on the day of that patron saint, there will be a local bank holiday in the village or in the town and celebrations will take place. Some weeks ago, it was the case in my village, in Teulada, and it was the the saint patron of San Vicente Ferrer. And yeah, well, every year, pre-COVID time, there were many celebrations on the day in which the whole village took part. It was really a busy, frantic and popular day. But this re- year... The religious celebration through a mass was all that remained. There were no parties, no music any longer. So, as the tradition mandates, my grandparents, my mom, and I went to church on the day, and we were very surprised and, to be honest, slightly saddened to see that there were only eight people there who were the regular church goers. When under other circumstances, when there were other accompanying activities the church would be bustling. And this really got me thinking um, in how many bank holidays that we receive from the Catholic calendar in many countries in Europe, do we celebrate the religious event? And for how many, have we forgotten the real origin of the holiday and spend the day doing other activities? (laughs) to this episode of A Penny for Your Thoughts. Today, we will be speaking about Ramadan. Ramadan is the ninth month of the Islamic calendar observed by Muslims worldwide as a month of fasting, prayer, reflection, and community. This year, uh, 2021, Ramadan started on 13th of April and will last until the 12th of May. (laughs) Ramadan Kareem Joining me, I have Björk, a student and entrepreneur who lives in Oslo in Norway and her sister-in-law, Kashmala, an amazing makeup artist also from Norway. Hi Björk, hi Kashmala, how are you? Hi, Hi. how are you? (laughs) Great, Um, well first of all, Ramadan Mubarak. I don't know if you say it on during the month or only on the first day.
1: (laughs) You can say Ramadan (laughs) Mubarak.
0: Okay, great. Um,
1: So, so Kashmala, you follow
0: the Muslim religion and you Björk, you're an atheist. So I'm wondering like, what does Ramadan mean to both of you?
2: Kashmala, do you want
1: to start? Yeah, I can. Uh, So Ramadan is a holy month for us Muslims. Uh, It's like basically Christmas for Christians. Um, So it's a month where we can appreciate what we have and think about the less fortunate and basically become or become closer to God. So it's a holy month and it's very important for all Muslims. And so I've never been a religious person myself
2: as I was raised raised an atheist amongst other open-minded atheists but i've always been curious about other religions and the differences in practices in different countries and how it's intertwined with culture and people in different kind of environments and as well as the origin behind religion and how the origin is linked with each other in the different uh, religions as well but for me ramadan has become a time for self-reflection refl- and reconnecting with your spiritual
0: self. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting uh, to see those perspectives and how Ramadan can perfectly mean something and something very important to those that are not Muslims as well. Um, so, Kashmara, I'm, I'm wondering, is all your family uh, Muslim? And uh, what impact did your upbringing have in your faith now?
1: So both my mom and dad are raised in Muslim households. Um, So I was basically raised in a Muslim family. Uh, My mom uh, was Shia and her family was, and my dad was raised Sunni. So that's like two directions you have in Islam. Um, And all my life I've been celebrating Eid. Uh, I was little, so I didn't fast myself, but the older people were. Um, So I remember opening gifts when I was little and very exciting for the holiday. Um, But growing older, my mom had let us choose our own religion, so she didn't like put pressure on us to be anything actually. So I was raised in a Muslim family, but still I had the chance to choose what I wanted to be myself. So I think that's really nice.
0: Hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um so during Ramadan, how, is, how would you describe a typical day either for you or for any of your other family members? Um, yeah.:
1: um, So in the past couple of years, I've like become more of a Muslim. I've been aware of other religions as well, like my sister, she is Christian. So we celebrate like every holiday. But me, myself, uh, this year I am fasting. So a regular day it's actually only me that is fasting uh, at home. But everyone is really exciting, excited when like I'm opening my fast. My mom makes food for me and she helps me make food. And then everyone is celebrating eat at home. So basically, it's only me that is fasting, but everyone is very supportive and excited to celebrate with me.
0: Okay. And, uh, and Björk, what activities do you take part in during Ramadan that you wouldn't during the rest of, of the year? So like, how do you celebrate Ramadan, basically?
2: Um, during Ramadan, I practice self-awareness, where I actively seek to be a better version of myself and how I act towards other people or on my own as well. Uh, both mentally, verbally, and and physically. And of course, I always seek to be a better person throughout the rest of the year as well. But I think it's a beautiful thing to just dedicate time for spiritual reflection and improvement, as well as empathy for others through charity and practicing to have general open arms for your neighbor. And this is some some of the things that Ramadan has taught me through. Uh, the last couple of years.
0: Mm-hmm. Are there any any specific charities uh, that you
2: collaborate? VVF um, and uh, Amnesty International mm-hmm. are like the closest uh, for me right now.
0: Okay, interesting. That's that's nice. Yeah, I think it's it's always good to to have uh, that time, as you say, for for self reflection. Yes, um, Björk, this is something we've spoken about. Like yeah. how Christmas is like a festival commemorating the birth of Jesus Christ. So it's a f- uh, celebration in the Christian uh, calendar. And in theory, Christmas is celebrated by Christians only. No, but it is more and more common to celebrate it with presents, with Christmas tree, cookies, and not really, you know, celebrating the Christian meaning of the festivity. Um, You know, and and I want to know your thoughts, you know, when we've spoken about if they can celebrate Christmas, then why can they not celebrate Ramadan?
2: Yeah, I think this is so interesting. Um, I remember this teacher in preschool, uh, this older Christian woman, and all of the students thought it was like really weird and wrong of her to make us behave in a manner that was correct for her and her beliefs. And I think that shows how many people are exposed to religion nowadays, which is so sad because they, they get to see it as this outsider thing that they don't want to be thrown at them or even to touch, but they still celebrate Christmas. Uh, and some do it because of tradition and some because they find it beautiful or even spiritual in some way. And it provides comfort and uh, security, which is what religion does, uh, like the basic thing that religion does. And as a child, I never celebrated Christmas for the sake of Christianity itself. And I still don't. Um, and I think a lot of people nowadays are the same. but. I personally fall more and more out of love with this holiday because I didn't actively choose it and it's always just been there for the sake of tradition and to create like magic for children and I'm not a child anymore so yeah and I think that Mm -hmm. like religion if you actively chose the tradition for like the beauty of it uh, then you might yeah, lose the you you lose more of the materialistic aspect of it and it would be like stronger on a spiritual level. And so even if I'm not a religious religious person, I have chosen to be inspired by Ramadan like some mm-hmm. get inspired by other traditions like Christmas and why not?
0: Yeah, yeah, and it's about opening uh and making more people aware that they can be equally inspired by Ramadan or other religious celebrations as they are for Christmas, yes. let's say. Like, there's nothing wrong with celebrating Christmas, it's just that if you can celebrate Christmas, you can celebrate other things as well.
2: Yeah, you get a stronger bond uh, if you choose it on another level than the materialistic,
0: with the materialistic of it. Yeah, for sure. And Kashmala, what in the, this context, then what would you tell a non-Muslim that wish to become more, more, more informed about Ramadan or even to engage in in the festivity?
1: Um, you know, these days it's so easy to find out things. Um, the It's like negative and positive things about that because you can, example, search online. Um, I'm lucky enough that I have a Muslim family so I can ask them but if i like search something online i saw like people have like different perspectives of things so you have to be very careful about that too um but of course uh, i have friends that have like questions and things and you can like visit your local mosque if you want you can find the holy quran translated translate it in different languages and read it um and actually just be open to ask people because that's the easiest way. Um, but I feel like to learn about it yourself and reading um, the book is much easier because people have like this different perspectives of the religion. So be careful and mindful of that too.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's well for this case and for everything. But it's true, I feel like spirituality and religion. Is sometimes like a hard question to ask someone. It's not such a common topic to speak about, so so maybe people would, you know, be scared or embarrassed to ask uh, about these things. But yeah, those those are good tips. And to to end up, are there, Dikashmala? Do you have any special cravings during the day for for iftar? And well, for our listeners also, take the chance to explain what iftar is.
1: Iftar is when you open your fast. Um, so in Norway is the longest, one of the longest countries we have fast. So it's like 20 hours. Um, so when you first open your fast, you can eat whatever you want. Um, I think uh, Ramadan this year has been very hard because, um, I'm not used to fasting. So the hours have like gone super slow, but the thing I crave the most is water and it's so weird i'm not even hungry i just crave water um so it's hard because people are like but can't you just drink water but they don't understand that i can't even drink (laughs) but um and then i really am into licorice i don't know why but i just want (laughs) something in my mouth and licorice is so tempting to me (laughs) so yeah
0: Uh, Okay, well, Krishmala, I won't keep you speaking more. I don't want to get you more thirsty. (laughs) Um, But yeah, thank you so much for for joining me, for giving us all an introduction into what Ramadan means. And yeah, I hope more people get more interested and read more about this beautiful festivity.
1: Yeah, thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) Great. Okay, Bye. Bye.